Welcome to Bits, your daily tech news bulletin for Thursday, May 13. I'm Seamus Byrne. Tesla has announced it is changing its stance on trading Bitcoin for its cars, announcing it will no longer accept payments in the cryptocurrency. Tesla CEO Elon Musk cited concerns over the environmental impact of the mining process used by the world's most prominent and highest valued cryptocurrency. The change comes just seven weeks after Tesla began accepting Bitcoin and even saw its first quarter profits boosted by an increase in the value of its Bitcoin holdings worth $1.5 billion US dollars. Musk said the company will not sell any of its holding and is looking for alternate cryptocurrencies that have lower energy requirements for their use. A wireless security researcher has published a paper that finds a wealth of security vulnerabilities in Wi-Fi at both a design and implementation level, dating back to the origins of Wi-Fi in 1997 through to the latest versions on the market today. The flaw is only exploitable at close range, but enables an attacker to trick the security protocols into allowing data to be decrypted and read. 75 devices were tested across all major operating systems, and all were affected by at least one of the flaws. The good news is that the flaws were disclosed to the industry and patches have been rolling out over recent months. Yet again, make sure you check your computers, smartphones, and your router are all updated to the latest versions to stay safe out there. The Epic versus Apple battle continues and not just in the courtroom. Apple has emphasized that its tight control of the App Store ensures safety standards are well managed, but revelations in the case have suggested the company has at times allowed malicious apps to slip through the net. For example, in 2015, internal emails showed Apple had found 2,500 apps were downloaded 203 million times by 128 million users. As a form of rebuttal to these concerns, Apple has announced via its newsroom blog that while some things may have slipped through the net, a lot are caught along the way. The Post says that in 2020 alone, $1.5 billion US dollars in potentially fraudulent transactions were stopped in the App Store, with 3 million stolen credit cards blocked from making purchases. Over 200,000 apps were rejected for privacy violations, 48,000 were rejected for having hidden features, and over 470,000 developer accounts were banned permanently. In more exciting Apple news, benchmarks are beginning to flow through as people get a chance to test the new M1-based iMac. Geekbench test scores suggest the entry-level M1 iMac is performing around 56% better than the previous top-of-line 21.5-inch Intel models. These were last specced in 2019, so they're running older 8th generation Intel Core processors. For the high-end 27-inch Intel iMac, the new M1 iMac runs faster in single-core tasks but not for multi-core, so users with those models should stay where they are until any potential iMac Pro appears in future. In science, a new study published in Nature this week has shown that brain-computer interfaces are making it possible for humans to type words into a computer by just thinking about writing the words in handwriting. The study worked with subjects whose hands were paralysed due to spinal injuries, and they achieved typing speeds of 90 characters per minute at an accuracy of 94% or 99% with autocorrect switched on. This is considered a big improvement over systems that focus on controlling a cursor or other typing mechanism. 
In games, an interesting new game studio has been announced that takes talent from AAA studios and lets them operate in a fully remote working environment. Lightforge Games announced it has raised US $5 million to set up its studio focused on making role-playing games, with the studio made up of talent from Blizzard and Epic Games who will work together in an entirely remote working arrangement. The studio funding includes money from Dreamhaven, the company created last year by former Blizzard CEO Mike Morheim. And finally, a quick esports shout out to the Rainbow Six Invitational, which has had its group stage kick off in recent days. While there's no Australian team there this year due to Wildcard's inability to attend, there are three Australians working on the casting and analyst desk, so tune in for the action to hear some Aussie accents helping make Siege a lot of fun to watch. That's your Bits Bulletin. I'm Seamus Byrne from Byteside. Thanks for joining me.